0: You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa.
1: And hey, good morning. Welcome into the Monday edition, the President's Day edition of Inside the Locker Room. I don't remember getting off school for President's Day, but uh, now it seems like we let them out of school for everything. So the kiddos are at home today. So take care of the kiddos. 205 342 9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get in on the show or with us this morning. Twitter can at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson one Email. I got an email over the weekend. Uh, and you guys can shoot us an email if you want to do it that way. Some people don't like to call, but an attorney in uh, Atlanta emailed me with some, we had three questions, so we'll kind of call that maybe a mailbag. And so I'll get to those questions later on in the show. But uh, so if you have questions or something that you want us to answer or whatever, then you can shoot us an email at at yahoo.com or you can call us at 205 342 9904. Take calls the first hour today. We don't have... Doug Bell will be on with us today at 830. He was out at the Genesis. I was actually in the car yesterday and heard Doug on the radio. He talks with a really soft voice uh, when he's calling. He has an outstanding job, too. He can really paint the picture for you, so I'll enjoy listening to Doug yesterday. Of all the colors, yellows the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors, no matter what your project this season, Pier, deck, fence, pergola. Be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. So it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you're going to build, build it right. Head to your local dealer. How do you find that? Go to yellowwood.com. Put the zip code in, and it will tell you where the closest dealer to you is. And if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. I also need some help this morning that I've got a one breaker that is out. It happens to be the, for the lights in my bathroom. And so Jenny's having to get dressed. The plugs work, but the breaker, that it's hard to find an electrician. How hard is it, Aiden, to change a breaker? Just one breaker. It's tripped.
0: I I, I wouldn't know because I never even attempted.
1: I googled it. I was I was,
2: a, I was an apprentice for that electrician. You know
1: that? Well, do you know how to change one breaker? So if you're out there listening, John Thetford or any of you people, I need just one breaker change. I don't want to have to pay some electrician a pile. I don't mind paying for what I get, but I need the breaker because Jenny's getting ready in the dark. Her lipstick's not going to be on good. So, good morning, Dad. How are you this morning?
2: Uh, doing okay, Barry, down, um uh, uh, to take, um uh, Sam uh, to be taken care of. Uh, Ricky Stanhouse, Stenhouse, Jr., uh, won the Daytona 500, uh, yesterday. John Rom, won for the fifth time in eight starts. He's just taken over golf. Uh, I thought Max Homer played awfully well. Max led most of the entire three days. Uh, just about, um, but John Ryan came back and and won it, and continues to to win big on the tour. Uh, in basketball, NC State beat North Carolina, which is not a surprise. NC State's a little bit better, I think, in North Carolina. Purdue uh, won, Houston won, and my take on uh, my take on this weekend is that for some way or another, we need to just Quit downing a little bit, including myself, Texas A and M, when they go into Missouri and win. I don't know if they're the best team in the league; they're probably not, but certainly they have. You know, they've gotten themselves in a situation where they've gone in there, and won. Uh, their schedule, I know it by heart. They play Tennessee and Alabama at home, and then they have the two Mississippi schools on the road. So we got to give them credit; they're going to be somewhere in the top three in the league. Um, I will not be surprised when it's all said and done. And I've studied, I've studied; I've always studied the tournament for some reason. With Kentucky having beaten Tennessee, Kentucky would have a shot. Uh, they're going to lose the game at Arkansas, probably. The rest of them they're going to win. But Kentucky would have a shot to be number two because they'll flip they'll flip over Tennessee, having beaten them twice, um, and also having beaten A and M. So, there's a possibility there, not 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 possible, not uh, dead possibility, but a, a good possibility that uh, Kentucky could be number two. So, we'll, that was put uh, Alabama and Kentucky would be uh, split. So, Kentucky win, A and M win. Of course, Alabama just absolutely crushed uh, Georgia. wasn't wasn't a contest. Not going guard to guard the three any better than that.
1: You know, how could Kentucky Alabama. get to two? You think A and M can lose? Was going to lose three more games.
2: Well, they they could they could. I, I don't know that they are, but there's a possibility they are. If they were to lose to Tennessee and Alabama, uh, and lose at Mississippi State, yeah, it's possible. Um, for sure. an easy game for them. Yeah, it's possible. possible. I don't yeah. know that. I don't know that, but uh, you know, probably. I'm, I'm just guessing a little bit, but I, I've studied it quite a bit. So if that's possible, then Kentucky would move to two. And then, of course, Kentucky would be in the, in the bracket. Um, opposite they'd be in the lower bracket. Alabama will play at noon um, on Friday. Uh, so that would be uh, be Alabama's first game. They, they're in good shape. They've got South Carolina, and then, and then um, they've got uh, Arkansas and, and Auburn at home. Auburn is a little bit uh, going to struggle, son, to be down the line a little bit. They're going to be fourth or fifth. Um, and Alabama will play the winner of eight and nine. I believe they don't have it in front of me because I'm not in the house. And then uh, they play four or five, and that would possibly be uh, Auburn again. Auburn is going to uh, naturally got beat, not naturally got beat, and then they've got got to go to Kentucky. That won't be an easy game at all. They have Tennessee coming to their place. Um, they do have a win, probably against Ole Miss, and um, forget the uh, I get the fourth game, but uh, they're they're going to be they're going to be four or five down down the list a little bit uh, in that area there. So
1: the uh, Lenardi uh, the in the Boston latest Portion. in the latest bracketology had eight SEC teams getting in the big t- t- dance.
2: Never happened, I don't think. <laughs> but I, I don't I don't I'm not going to argue that he's got Mississippi
1: Stadium does. now.
2: Yeah, Uh, I don't think Mississippi State's in yet, but that's okay. We'll see. I think I was going to say the uh, uh, the bottom four, the bottom four. There's going to be one in the bottom four that has not been there at all. That's Florida. Castleton lost his uh, broke his hand, and he they're out. And so you're going to have South Carolina, uh, Ole Miss. Um and um,
1: LSU. Got, who, uh, LSU LSU
2: LSU I'm sorry LSU will be at the bottom South Carolina Ole Miss and now that fourth that fourth uh, that fourth team down there will be Florida Florida will be in the bottom four so fourteen thirteen twelve and eleven will be those those four teams probably you know I'm always you know, always miss one or something make like a mistake there but in the middle of the thing there it's real really, really difficult to see. Where where are things that are going to fall between Vanderbilt and Missouri? Uh, that, that's that's a close little edge right there. trying to figure that out. Vanderbilt, you know, won and Missouri's is um, uh, not not playing great. We keep saying Missouri's gotten so much better, but they have it. And then they they fall on their face at Tennessee. No, they won at Tennessee. I'm sorry. Could have fallen on their face, and then they they go home and is let a team that we feel like, Well, I do, I shouldn't say we, Eric, got his own, own thoughts, uh, a team like A&M, we keep expecting them to get beat, and for some, whatever reason, he's done a good job with it. And now, you know, you go back, and you and you look at the four losses, or three or four losses that they've had in North Carolina, and in and, and the uh, non-conference schedule, and so they really get knocked for that. And, uh, when you see when you see that situation there, you 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 think, boy, how could that happen to them? Just barely getting in the NCAA tournament, but they got they got beat two or three times in the non non conference schedule, which hurt them. So, all
1: right, oh, uh, you know, we talked about teams couldn't play like Tennessee, like and Lord, Georgia tried to go the exact opposite. Uh, I don't know how you can do that if you're Georgia. And you watch right. that Tennessee game, and you see how physical right. Tennessee was, and they how, and then you come out and zone, <laughs> and Uh-oh. Alabama just absolutely lights them up. They, I didn't
2: they, even think they zoned very well. I thought they played some man. It was horrible.
1: They went zone, and Alabama and Sears and Brandon Miller got going, and it was lights out. So. How do you look at the film against Tennessee and then you come out and you play them so soft if you're not Georgia? It. I mean, I know they don't not have Tennessee size, but whoever came in with that game plan needs he's to not get paid this yeah, month. He's got,
2: he's a, yeah, he you got to muscle up against them. Ain't no
1: doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, so that Brandon exactly Miller, right. yeah, Brandon Miller, 21 minutes, 21 points. Mark Sears, 19 minutes, 17 points. Clowney. Uh, plays 17 minutes gets 12 points but the leading guy that is Nick Pringle who's getting better and base nine of 12 from the floor uh gets a 12 rebounds 19 points and 12 rebounds in just 21 minutes so uh Ryan Griffin plays 19 minutes gets 13 points Alabama is absolutely I they won three conference games I believe by over 40 points. Uh so
2: they've, so got, um, they've got a great chance
1: to win it all, no doubt about it. Yep, uh, congratulations to Brad Bohannon and the baseball team. Uh, they took on Richmond over the weekend, 12-3, 13-1, 14-1. Now, I don't know what uh, kind of team Richmond has, but it doesn't matter. For Alabama uh, baseball to get off to a good start like that is good mentally. They got to play a lot of guys, got to pitch a lot of guys. The pitchers pitched well, the bats. We're hot. Uh they take on Tennessee Tech uh tomorrow. They got Tennessee Martin on Wednesday, and then they have a three game series. Ooh, coach. Coach Bohan and Dad and I would like to go on a trip. They're going out there. they're gonna play this weekend at Pepperdine. Wouldn't that be nice? Be out in Malibu for the weekend. Pretty nice. Yeah, nice it'd be real, trip. real nice. Um All right, that's that. Uh last night. And it seems like I talk about this every year. Uh, And I'm going to get Aiden's take on this because I know Aiden's the young guy. I knew the NBA All-Star game was on. I could not stomach to even turn it over there. So I finally got in the bed. It was nine. So I said, I'll tell you what, I'll flip it over there. And in two minutes, it was the worst basketball I had ever seen in my entire life. The NBA completely... Misses it with this all star game. It was absolutely, I only watched two minutes. One kid got 55 points. They just and down the court and throw back doors and just fire threes with nobody guarding them and dunk the ball. Why can't they have the best players in the world compete against each other? It's worse than know. AAU basketball. It's embarrassing. I don't know that the NBA... It's not to make it all I don't watch it. It's embarrassing that the NBA would throw a product out there for kids that look up to these players and watch it, and they don't know any better, and they think that's how the game should be played. Shame on you, NBA. I do this every year. What an embarrassment. You missed an opportunity uh, to teach the kids that playing hard, playing physical, playing tough defense... Everybody wants to see the best players in the world compete against each other, not run up and down the floor firing up threes and giving up dunks. The NBA is an absolute joke and an embarrassment. All right, we'll take this break here. we get back, I'll we'll get to that mailbag. Now, there's a email coming in that's asking some questions. I'll fire They got one for me, I believe two for you. They actually sent me an autographed picture that they had from you back in the 80s. Royal Cleaners, pick up and huh. delivery. Well, yes. What were you about to say?
2: No, I fine. No, that's, I, I, I would have got that. nothing.
1: Casual?
2: <laughs> they, had, they had some old pictures of me at, at the Bryant Museum the other day to sign up. Y'all,
1: woo, old mm. pictures. Were they black and white or color?
2: Mm, some of them were.
1: Yeah. Casual golf shirts. They're beautiful golf shirts. You want royal cleaners to handle those. Suits, dresses, dress shirts, whatever you need. Just take the cleaning to work. They can come to the house, wherever you are. They'll come to you, pick it up, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. You want to drop off University Boulevard, of Bridge Avenue in North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, give Royal Cleaners a call. 205-391-0034. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic
3: Center, no active wrecks on this Monday morning. We are seeing some congestion on McFarlane at Lurleen in Northport. You can expect some minor delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the Townsend Nissan President's Day sale today. Get the deal of a lifetime right now at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the
4: Tuscaloosa
5: Thread.
4: And Monday morning, TPD and UAPD have jointly opened a precinct on the Strip. That's the Barline University Boulevard entrance to campus. UAPD Operations Captain Chad Stevens says the precinct is an attempt to stem violent crime on the Strip, like the fatal shooting of a Birmingham mother that involved former Crimson Tide basketball player Darius Miles several weeks ago. The location next to Insomnia Cookies is temporary, while a permanent site is being finalized. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news. News, I'm Don Hartley. 10 Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Years
6: ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southern Wood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather
7: Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine today, Tuscaloosa's high is 63. Tonight and tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of scattered showers. Below tonight, 54, the high tomorrow, is 69. Wednesday, very warm with a chance of scattered showers, the high 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 51 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
8: What's going
0: on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 129 app today.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker Yellowwood. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. We appreciate Jimmy Rain and his great crew have been the title sponsor this 7 o'clock hour. If you build it, build it right. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is close to you. We had one tweet that over the weekend from my friend Kevin Austin. Kevin used to be a basketball coach here at a high school here locally. He says, listen to most of the talk shows in T-Town. You would have no clue that the men's basketball team, Aiden, is number one. Gymnastics nine. Softball, which we need to do more on softball, 12. Baseball 20. And women's basketball 20 and 6. You can hear about football, offense coordinator, defense coordinator, quarterback, coaching. Come on, people. Let's give this basketball team these other sports they do. due. There's more out there than this football team. Now, uh, there's been a big stir on that on um, Facebook, and there's an article in AL.com about the prices out at Cole McCollum See I mean, how ridiculous that they are. I know you don't go to the concession. And, come on, Greg Byrne. Come on. Those prices are ridiculous, and you know it. Uh, let's get that straight. All right. Now, here's the mailbag. Uh, John from over, I won't say his last name, but he's with the Lockett Law Firm over in Atlanta. Uh, says, I'm a longtime listener to your radio show and a big fan of your dad's. I grew up in Selma when your dad coached at Alabama and have many fine memories of those days. If you have a moment sometime in the future, y'all should talk about this. I'm on, he, and he asked something about TA. I'll get to that later. Ask your dad this first question for you. Who were the players he recruited that he really regrets not getting example Charles Ooh. Barkley or Pete Chilcutt something like that who did you recruit I know Pete Chilcutt was you didn't really recruit Charles Barkley because you had Buck Johnson or maybe Andrew Tony. who's some guys maybe that you wish you would have gotten that you didn't get
2: oh I'd say Andrew Tony heads that list uh Andrew Tony's is a great player and there were three guards that were fighting after him and they came in and bought him um from, um, oh, um, Southwest loser, I forget one of those Louisiana schools. What's his name? He's passed away now. Came in, gave him some a bunch of stuff, and so. Uh, but he would be. He would certainly be one. Um, I worked real hard on Peter Chilcutt. Um, I was very uh, excited when when Dean Smith called me and asked me if. My thoughts of him bringing P- Peter Chilcutt home for his senior year, and I said sure, and we beat him. We beat him pretty badly. Uh, that was a thrill win for me. Uh, I thought we'd go get Peter Chilcutt, but uh, there was a family problem there. We we didn't didn't make it there. Uh, Charles Barkley uh, was not interested in us because of Bobby Lee Hurt. Uh, the rumor, the rumor, we had not gotten him for sure, but the rumor was that he was coming with us. He, had, he felt like he just wrote an article about that the other day on on paper that uh, he wanted to go in where he could play immediately. And he felt like he'd be, he might not be playing as much if he if he went to Alabama with Bobby Lee hurt there. So we we lost out because really because of Bobby Lee hurt on that particular deal. And so, but Peter Chilcutt and... Andrew Tony was a terrific, terrific player. And there are several others. Uh, if he calls his name, I can't remember all of them, but you know, we, lost, we lost some we wanted, and, and we got some that uh, in, ended up being really good, and we got some that uh, maybe weren't as good as we thought they would be. So that's the way it goes in recruiting.
1: Yeah, funny story about Charles Barkley. I can remember this day. I can remember where I was. I was in our basement and obviously, no, no cell phones back in those days. And the phone rings, the home phones ring. And I answer it, and it's Charles Barkley. And he was wanting to know where you were. And he he was mad at Sonny Smith. And he was wanting to transfer. Uh, now, back then, yeah. if you transferred, then you had to <laughs> lay out a year. But he yeah. something, he he and Sonny butted heads. And he was well. wanting to leave Auburn and come to Alabama and I think probably once you guys probably, I don't even know if you got in contact with him, but, you know, kids like that, they realize they're going to be NBA players. They don't want to sit out a year. And he probably didn't even know the rule at that point. But so we could claim him, maybe like Oklahoma claims J.D. Well, he was, so, Trent,
2: he was certainly a better pro player than he was a college player. He was a good college player, but not the way he was in the pros. He got better. He he had a weight problem in, in, in college and, and it had –
1: you know, to tell him a little bit. He's a good, great player. Um, all right. You may have to have time to think about this question I can answer it as well. Is, what can supporters of high school basketball in Alabama and elsewhere in the South do t- to promote the sport and make sure coaches and players get the resources they deserve instead of everything going to football? Uh, is there anything you can do about that in the state of Alabama? Like, they just the rules all are geared towards with the A-H-S-A-A towards football. They give them the summer just about. They get all the practice time. Then football's over, and then they have – it overlaps basketball. So before the football season's over, basketball season has started, and then they squeeze basketball out so bad. I think they've got to let the kids that want to be basketball players have more access to the gym and to the coaching staff there. They like right yeah, now, that's you, probably true. you can't even work with your kids right now. So if I have a kid that's not playing baseball or soccer, and he wants me to train him in the gym, I don't believe legally you can do it. So probably more access well, to kids. To
2: take, yeah, that's ridiculous. They're trying to take away from you know one sport. You know, and I, you know it, it's 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 not good. I, I think it's it's been that way for a long time. Back back years ago, it's been that way. You know, they don't want they want this. Sports to get along, and by getting along, that, that, that makes them get along with each other more. If you don't take a, uh, take your football player out and have him play basketball, or uh, vice versa, whatever is just,
1: it's, I don't know. Yeah, these it's, kids, yeah. Uh, you know, they've got a some of these smaller schools like the one I'm at. Kids gonna have to play multiple multiple sports, and so, sure. and you're gonna have to let a baseball player that's playing basketball he doesn't know to go he got to go in there he's got to throw he's got to get his arm in shape so you got to work with one another obviously uh all right to the SEC office in the scheduling they're playing Alabama's playing South Carolina guys on Wednesday the game is at eight o'clock that's nine o'clock in Columbia South Carolina on a Wednesday night why in the world? would you play a game at 9 o'clock at home? What are they doing? Why couldn't they play that game at 7 o'clock, which would be six? Why is that game dead? Why would you play that game at – how do you justify playing that game at 9 o'clock at night in Columbia, South Carolina?
2: I don't have the answer. It all goes back to television revenue and the money they get, where they are with the other teams and – and with a team that's bottom of the league versus a team that's on top of the league, they're thinking that it's not going to be the the you know, people watching that game the way they would a normal game, – other games. And so based on that, um, they think the revenue is going to be less and so forth and so on. So that's, that's, that's what they're doing.
1: But is that a – you know, for Alabama – they're going to fly over on Tuesday. They're going to have to hang around that hotel to about, what, 7 o'clock at night over there in Columbia, just sitting around over there. Yeah. So then that puts them back here, you know, so much late or have to get up and go to class the next morning. Are you really thinking about the student athlete when you're playing that money. game at well, 9, yeah. 9 o'clock? Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, uh, money is not the root of all evil, but the love of money is. And so that, that's, what, that's what it's all about, money.
1: So I need to pull up and see who they got playing at six o'clock uh, that day, and then maybe I maybe that'll get clear or two. Yeah, I guess I can yeah. look that up there, but uh, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous for Alabama it's kids. It's ridiculous for South Carolina kids to start that game at nine o'clock at night in Columbia, South Carolina. If you're in the SEC office, do you even have a clue uh, if yeah. you schedule it like that? That's that's embarrassing. All right, first two main condos, three bedroom three-and-a-half bath condominiums down in the historic district of downtown Norport, which is an absolutely beautiful, safe area. These uh, condominiums have gates to get in, security cameras there, which you feel are extremely safe, and they are loaded. Stainless-steel appliances, granite countertops, all electric, energy-efficient appliances. they got the internet and direct TV provided for you with each condominium. There's a Couple hundred dollar savings right there. Ten foot ceilings, large patios with upper liver, rev, level river views, easy access to the riverwalk. Here's the cool thing. You're two minutes to downtown. So you can go to downtown Tuscaloosa, right across the bridge. Five minutes to University of Alabama. Tell them you heard on the inside of the locker in one month free rent. 205-657-7465 or go to the website, First and Main Condos. Com. We'll open the phone lines, 205-342-9904. Also, we'll play some uh, Nate Oates sound when we get back. This is Tide, 100.9. is your home of Alabama sports.
9: This
0: is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update.
8: I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Alabama men's basketball head coach Nate Oates has been named to the Naismith Men's College Coach of the Year late season watch list. The Alabama Crimson Tide football team will start spring practice on Monday, March 20th. The 2023 SEC Media Days schedule has been released.
0: This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks on this Monday morning. We are seeing some congestion on McFarlane at Lurline in Northport. You can expect some minor delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the Towns of Nissan President's Day sale today. Get the deal of a lifetime right now at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray.
0: Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tied 100.9 and streaming on the Tied 100.9 app.
1: to inside the locker room. poster to the pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, uh, guys, over the weekend, I didn't get a chance to go down uh, the Mobile Jacks baseball team played down because I had to stay back for the kindergarten, first grade, Tuscaloosa Basketball Association tournament. The game we were supposed to play on Thursday was canceled uh, due to weather. So we played on Friday against uh, one of my good friends over at Hillcrest. Aiden, it was a barn burner. Uh, 16-15, to we got the dub. We got to the championship. uh, Fortunately for us, the team that we played, they had to play at 9-something in the morning and turn around and play again at 11-15. Because of scheduling problems, they had to play twice in that day, and so in the second half, they lost their legs.
0: Hey, Amen. Uh, I imagine you weren't complaining about it. <laughs> they lost, lost their legs. You had
1: no beef with the organizers. <laughs> and my little guys, seventeen teams started in this league, and only one standing. They got some bling bling. They got the ring, Dad. Uh, Shay yeah. Shay and Clemens is funny. He says. Kind of, he saw the picture on Facebook. He said, kind of surprised to see this after how you talk about them on the radio. I told him I was trying to lower the expectations, lower the expectations on the Sanderson five, kindergarten through first grade team. And I told him I learned that from you. He said that wasn't a bad teacher, so we got to cut with him. and actually get to cut down the nets. But we won it all <laughs> on Saturday. Oh no! not. We just <laughs> <laughs> they, should, they should have let us cut down the nets. They actually played music. Oh. They introduced all the players. And we got the W.
0: How much are you going to have to pay Mac to keep him around and make sure your manager doesn't get poached <laughs> Uh now?
1: Mac, I bet you he don't even know where that ring is now. He was fired about his ring. Now, everybody in our league got a trophy. It was one of those everybody gets a trophy league. Just, just this age group. Which I didn't want them to see the trophy, but not everybody got a ring, Aiden. Just the champions got the ring. So, um, all right, that's my brag. Is you are you asleep yet? Huh? Yeah, I'm uh-huh. about to. Huh? Uh, our defense was phenomenal in the second half. All right, uh, enough no, I of that. Bet it, was. <laughs> it was fun. I'll never. I just. Reti- I'm gonna retire though. If you coach long enough, Aiden, you might win a championship. And I'm going to count that one. All right, Nate Oates.
2: Well, let Jenny Jenny coach him.
1: Oh, no. Jenny, in the semifinal game, Mac had a little stomach problem. And we needed some solid. And he was rebounding. She came and said, Barry, he's got to go to the bathroom. Like, Jenny, we're right in the middle of the game. So in the third quarter i guess he had diarrhea so i had to let him go with her i mean they were up there for like 20 minutes the whole freaking corner i kept looking over like well where are you, you He yeah. probably played better with her out of there we may have <laughs> um but uh i need him to come in there and get back a rebound all right uh no opening statement here from coach oats uh so did we have an open statement didn't look like it all right uh um, Let's just go right down the list, and Let's start that with Brandon Miller. Uh, he talked about Brandon Miller here. Did I am I missing the opening statement there? Usually we have one. All right, uh, here was Coach about Brandon Miller after the Georgia, de- demolishing of the Georgia Bulldogs.
5: Did he not? No, I didn't realize that. And we we still won that one. So yeah, I mean it's that that's why he's the fastest freshman in Alabama history to get to five hundred because he's consistently there every every night. I um, I mean, even when teams try to take him out, he finds ways. You know, we get some buckets in transition. He gets the old boards and gets some buckets. He gets fouled. You know, his free throw percentage is uh, high. You, you know, he's four for four tonight. So uh, he's got all kinds of different ways to score it. And I think you can try to take him out. You know, and you can do a really good job on him and he still ends up with 14, 15, 16 on a great defensive night by the opponent. He still ends up finding a way to about 15 points on a regular basis, it seems.
1: All right, what's your thoughts about Brandon? You know, people try to take Brandon Miller away. Now, fortunately for him, he plays with a lot of other guys that can score. So you can't just really just try to take him away because then the other guys will kill you. But he's not a guy that he kind of lets the game come to him. Uh, He's not a guy that... He's not a high volume shooter like you see a lot of scores. I think this guy probably will be the SEC Player of the Year, not just Freshman of the Year, but Player of the Year as well. Certainly looks like it to me. Uh, your thoughts about Brandon Miller?
2: Well, I think he's. I think he's got a good mental attitude when things are not going quite as well for him as as he would like for him to. He, he doesn't show it. Uh, he does. He does. He's gotten very a little bit. He talks to them. Opponent, maybe, or to the fans a, a little bit, but I think he's got good mental attitude, basically. Uh, and heck of a shooter and heck of a player. He not only can shoot the shot outside, feel it, but he, he does a good job of taking the basketball to the basket. And when he gets to the basket with the ball, he shoots a good fundamental bank shot where you use the glass, which is one of my pet peeves. Kids get in there and try to dunk it every time, and I'll do all those kinds of things. It's not the way to play. I mean, you dunk it fine, but if you want to go in there and try to be cute with it, miss it, that ain't that ain't real cute. So he's a great player, no doubt about it. Very good. I don't try to compare players to the ones I had because I had some good ones too. But uh, I wonder, Barry, if if down the line and Alabama could have it. I couldn't do anything about it because they just shot it so well. Do you think, you think Vanderbilt and Georgia will be thinking about getting back on these days?
1: <laughs>
2: get
1: getting back on game. D. Yeah, I don't know.
2: No, get back, beat them. You know. Oh yeah. Getting get, get ready to play them.
1: Yeah. You I
2: Think that score. Do you think that score will be shown when they play Georgia and mm, when they play
1: Vanderbilt? I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they, that's cares. To be honest with you. I think no. I know I
2: don't care either. I just. I just.
10: No, I don't think
1: it does either. All right. Uh, during the recruiting process last year, we kind of knew uh, who Brandon Miller was. We knew who Jaden Bradley was. And then I guess Brian Hodgkin, because he's done some of their junior college recruiting. They went out to Dodge City Junior College. Now, Nick Pringle, for people that don't know, he started at Wofford. He is from Seabrook. South Carolina. Now, if I'm at the University of South Carolina, I'm looking at Alabama's roster saying, no, wait a minute. They got Clowney and they got Nick Pringle over there. I think we could probably use these two guys. Well, um, I think Alabama signed a pretty darn good player who's really starting to come into his own. He was actually ranked the number one junior college power forward, uh, number two overall prospect by 247 Sports. He had 19 points, I think 13 rebounds. Uh, Kids coming into his own played a little 2A school over in South Carolina. Here's what coach Oach had to say about Nick Pringle.
5: You know, he obviously needs to work on converting his free throws. He needs to work on protecting the rim a little bit better. I mean, you kind of see the highlight blocks, but you know, when you look at our defensive efficiency numbers, it's we're, we're better off when Charles is in. Charles has a year in the system though. Understands it better. He's got a little more size on it. On Nick, But, you know, I mean, Nick's activity level, he won the hard hat tonight. He, you know, he gets to the old boards. You, you can tell his athleticism. I mean, if he could make a free throw or make the one dunk he missed, he's got a 2010 night going, which is pretty impressive. You know, with DMI, you know, he just played over 20 minutes, less than 21 minutes. So I, I'm happy for him because he, he's a guy that a little frustrated because he wasn't playing as much, you know, not too long ago. And, just kept working hard. We, we actually put him on the scout team maybe a month or so ago to get him more reps, and he's done a great job emulating the other team's bigs and really does a pretty good job scoring on Clowney and Charles and Noah. So the one post-move he missed in the first half, I, you know, I should, I see him score that on Charles quite a lot. So, you know, I kind of expect him to score it, but he's a guy that we, we need to have playing well for us because we need some depth inside and it's good.
1: All right, now there's a dad, guy dad, that Alabama has on the scout team that can come out and get get you 21 and 13. That shows you the depth of this team. Nick Pringle currently is only averaging about eight minutes a game, but is very capable of doing a lot more if he played more. And, and keeping that guy happy is probably very difficult, isn't it? because here's a guy who's used to playing all the minutes, and now he's only playing eight minutes a game, but to come out uh, against Georgia and put up such big numbers.
2: Pringle, Pringle played uh, at Wofford, you said?
1: Yes. First freshman year, then yeah. transferred to Dodd City out in Kansas. Okay,
2: so he's a J.C. guy. He's got two yeah. years of eligibility.
11: Yes, yes,
2: okay. Okay. yes. Yeah, well, He's a good player. He's uh, you know, a guy that's you know trying to work his stuff in there and begin to work it. I think they've done a good job of getting him in the game at a slow pace, but uh, Alabama's got – you know got a lot of players and it's hard to keep them all happy and they, I think you've done a good job of I don't know anything about you know how the kids feel or anything I don't I'm not into that but I, I they do seem that that they're all on the same page which is not easy to do when you've got that many good players so my hat's off to their to Nate and to their staff
1: yep all right let's get right to the um Yellowwood Hotline we'll get Tom into the show good morning Tom
9: Morning, Barry. Morning, Coach. How are y'all this morning?
1: Tom, you heading over to Bill Harris Arena this morning to watch Alifield play?
9: I can't go today. Uh, I've got uh, some plumbing stuff uh, I've got going on here that I've got to get fixed, and and I want to be here for that. Sure. Otherwise, I would have went. Yeah.
1: uh, Well,
9: good luck to those guys. But stuff pops up, you know. I tell you, be awesome.
1: Yeah, good luck uh, to those guys I, I was today. thinking
9: about my own problems when you were talking about your electrical a <laughs> yeah. ago.
1: Poor Jenny's getting dressed in the dark in the bathroom. Oh,
9: so. i tell you, it's aggravating. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the game Saturday, Alabama and Georgia, of course, you know, uh, it, it's already been stated that we killed them, you know, in the first 10 minutes. And, uh, uh, and, and I, I love games like that. I don't like to sweat uh, – a ball game i like murder ball i'm gonna admit it and uh especially in basketball but uh you know i was happy to see uh coach saban miss terry mm-hmm. uh and the burns uh at the game and and then herb uh was there and mm-hmm. i thought that was a pretty good little moment when they showed herb and the crowd honoring him did you see it
1: i did i did uh and i think coach is been to more games this year. I know that's two or three that yes. he's been to, so I think he's, I think he's kind of buying into the basketball culture here a little bit, which I think really helps, to be quite honest with it, you.
9: It does. Anything, you know, anything he shows up at, the popularity is going to go up automatically. But I want to ask y'all something, uh, and I've thought about this for a couple of years. I think that, uh, because of Coach Saban, I think that, uh, that we were communicating with coaches, though, at Michigan State, and I think he recommended uh, Nate Oates to us. What do you think about that? You think that's a pipe dream of mine?
1: <laughs> I don't know, Dad. you think Nick Saban had anything to do with Nate Oates coming to Alabama?
9: Oh, I, I think behind the
2: scenes, yeah. Uh, the situation was, was uh, he and the coach at Michigan State are good friends. And I think there was, there was commu- some communication there. That, the thing that, that happened with, Nick, with, with Nate was that uh, Greg was at Arizona, and they came to Arizona and played uh, when he was at um, wherever he was, uh, where Buffalo. Nate was. Buffalo. Buffalo. I think they won that game. Or if they didn't, they played great. They, But it was the name that he put in his hat to somebody if you ever need a basketball coach. And he was a, he was the AD at uh, Arizona. So that kind of started it. And then on top of that, as a, as a thing ended up, of course, he comes to Alabama and football coach at Alabama was, was a football coach at, you know, at Michigan State. He and the basketball coach were friends. And so that, that kind of transferred with two or three phone calls there. And
1: that's kind of how it worked out. Yeah, I uh, Tom, a lot of times when you fire, you hire opposite of what you've fired. And you know, no disrespect to Avery Johnson, because he did a great job recruiting, and left a lot of good players here. But he was kind of used to the eating out of the gold spoon with the NBA lifestyle. Nate was selling Cheetos to make money at his high school just, so they could buy equipment for the team. He had his own store there. So he went out and found a guy that was a grinder, uh, Nate Oates. Now he could have He hit a home run, uh, you know. And I think he talked to a lot of people around him, talked to the players there, and just looked at how hard he grinded to get so he, to get to All where right. he was. I think he went to look for somebody totally different than what than what Avery was.
2: Well, well I think the well. big thing. I
1: think. Go ahead. Also, Go ahead, also with that, he, he was looking. Or style of play uh, that that would interest the fans. I think the style of play that Avery and them play was kind of slow, and the, oh. and so I think it was kind of a perfect match. And then it's been a home run hire for sure. Well, a big factor for, for, uh, by the whole thing is you hire people
2: that can help you recruit, that can uh, that can run can organize the recruiting because you got your mind going fifteen different directions. And I did that for two other coaches, and you got you have to if you don't have that you can you, you can forget it and this guy uh, uh, uh their staff does a very good job recruiting and they know where they are and they, and they stay on top of things that's that's the big thing you can't as the head coach you can't you, you, they tell you where they are and you go look at them and you compare them to other other people that you see but you know they they gonna let you know where they are and then you got to you know and they got to work them behind the scenes now You've got and I'm not this is not being disrespectful, this is just being the way it is. The NIL is, is certainly coming into play and it's trying to figure out exactly what direction you need to go with what player uh, and what direction your opponent is going and now
9: money is involved where it used not to be to that to that extent. I agree with all that and uh and I agree with something Barry has said about this staff uh a couple of three times this uh, the great job they do on closing on a prospect. They, they they're, they're really good. They get on somebody and they close the blame thing out. They and, do. Uh,
1: they do. And, and, and
9: <laughs> I admire that about them. And also, but, uh, you know, I, I've enjoyed the team this year. I was frustrated last year with them, but, uh, I think it was a couple of attitudes that, that had that team upset. But, uh, at any rate, I enjoy the show and, uh, um, uh, Appreciate
1: your comment. Thank you, Tom. Get that plumbing done.
9: Oh, yeah.
1: I'll see you. (laughs) Thank you, Tom. All right. Hey, www.alabama1.org. Looking for a great mortgage. I got it. Looking for the car loan. They'll take great care of you on that. You need the credit card. They've got that as well. Whatever you need, they've got something there for you. They are opening up banks, not closing banks. A lot of people are shutting them down around here. You can always uh, be right at an Alabama 1, right in the lobby if you need any help. The people are absolutely outstanding. They'll sit down, look at your situation, find the best deal for you. Swing by there today. Tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Go to the website to get the process started, www.alabama1.org. This is the Tide 100.9. the home of Alabama sports.
3: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this Monday morning. We are seeing some congestion on McFarlane at Lurline in Northport. You can expect some minor delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the Towns of Nissan President's Day sale today. Get the deal of a lifetime right now at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Hey, DC here to. Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine today.
7: Tuscaloosa's high is 63. Tonight and tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of scattered showers. Below tonight, 54. The high tomorrow, is 69. Wednesday, very warm with a chance of scattered showers. The high 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 52 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Hot!
0: Alabama fans are all over the world, and we are too. Download the Tide 100.9 app right now in the App Store and Google Play. And take the Crimson Tide everywhere you go.
1: Welcome back to Inside Lockdown. Doug Bell uh, will join us at 8.30. Uh, I did watch a lot of that Genesis uh, golf tournament. I didn't get the chance to listen to Doug on the radio uh, yesterday. Uh, Dad, I've watched all the episodes now of Full Swing. I don't know if you guys have watched that. Uh, It's about the PGA Tour, the players. Uh, Roy McIlroy, Dad, is such an ambassador for the PGA Tour and all the things that he's kind of going out against, live um, this guy is amazing to me. He really respects the Jack Nicholas and those guys. He really respects guys like Tiger Woods that kind of got him uh, playing. When you watch this show and they they follow guys that are like the top of the game to guys that are turn that turn that down a little bit to the guys that are maybe ranked. Past a hundred, to so rookies on the tour. Just how hard it is to actually win a PGA Tour event. They just talk about it, it is so difficult. Uh, uh, it is amazing what these guys do out there. The competition is; these guys pull for one another, but they all want to win so bad. How hard is it in your mind to actually win a tournament on the PGA Tour?
2: Really hard <laughs> because you got you know you got to play well over four days. And things, you know, things go go south for you from time to time. Um, I think the one big thing of guys that play professionally and guys who are good players but not quite good enough to get on the tour itself is that none of them ever make a big number. They don't make a. They don't make up You know, you you see kids or, or players. I've, I've been around several that are really really great players, but. Sixteen holes, they'll just play out of sight, But they always make a big number. Or they make an eight, or they make. They just, they just not quite good enough. But that's the one thing that these guys, they, you know, they make. They'll make a double bow occasionally. But uh, basically, they're guys who, who have got to put the golf ball well in order to win. And uh, John Rahm is five out of the last eight times he's played, he's won, which it's it, It's mind-boggling to me, and you keep seeing him uh, after after day two or day three, a couple of shots behind. Especially after day two, maybe a couple of three shots behind. Lo and behold, when you get when you get to the end of day three, then he's right there at the very top because he puts it so well. He the one thing about him is he's got a compact swing. He he doesn't wrap it around his head like John Daly does. He, he is he is back and he and he is really really he's and by saying that he's very consistent and when he brings that when he brings that golf golf club down he flattens he flattens the the shaft of the club which is which is really big he flattens the shaft of that club and then he, his body turns and when that body turns he flattens that club he he he's very consistent doing that and. I think that's one of the big keys. It's not where he's he's got all around his head, you know. And his his, uh, his pitches are good. He pitches it well. Not, not maybe not may, may may not be the greatest thing he does, but he pitches it well. But brother, he he makes
1: critical putts, no doubt. About no doubt. It. All right, uh, we'll take the break here. We don't think pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the <laughs> yellow tag on it, you don't <laughs> want to go to Yellowwood.com to find a dealer. That is closest to you. Up at the phone lines, 205-342-9904. Here's some more Nate Oates in this second hour. Love to have your phone calls. Look forward to visiting with Doug Bell at 830. That's the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.
3: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns Nissan traffic center, no active wrecks. this Monday morning, we are seeing some congestion on McFarland at Lurline in Northport. You can expect some minor delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the Towns Nissan President's Day sale today. Get the deal of a lifetime right now at Towns Nissan. I'm Captain Ray,
0: a Town Square Media Station,
3: WTUG HD Two, Northport.
0: 265 CG Tuscaloosa Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app
1: Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Phone lines are open 205-342-9904. The Twitter at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wimp Sanderson 1. Allstate insurance agent, Andrew Kniffer. Andrew's my agent. Let Andrew become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Give him a call today. Looking for home, life, auto. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. Do you have enough coverage? Do you need more coverage? Do you need an umbrella policy? Andrew will look through all that for you, and he'll make the best decisions for you. 205-722-9201 or go to the Andrew Kniffer Facebook page. All right, uh, guys, let's go back to uh, Coach Oates here real quick. Um, Aiden, uh, and let's go. We talked about how Tennessee played Alabama physical. Get after them. Uh, restrict their movement. Get up under them. Georgia played the exact opposite. Uh, they were playing zone and leaving guys open and Alabama absolutely made them pay. They asked coach about playing against the zone. Here's what Nate Oates had to say about that.
5: We haven't really had much issue with zones. You know, you got a one of the best shooters in the country at six nine. If they're going to try to zone you and let him get freed up. That's uh, usually works to our advantage. It has about every time we've seen it with as well as we shoot it. Most coaches are a lot more reluctant to let Sears or Brandon or Namari or Quinterly or Ryland, whoever going on the list, you know, free for a three. So, but teams also have a hard time guarding this man sometimes because we can get in the paint and then you force help and you're giving up you know, layups are three, so so the zone in some ways makes sense, but I think we've done a pretty good job handling it. It was great the way we handled it tonight. I thought, you know, and Texas A&M is only a game behind us. You watch the way they play D. They're going to switch it up, man, zone, different types of zones, all kinds of stuff. So we we got to stay aggressive against no matter what type of zone we're going to see.
1: Uh, Dad, your thoughts on Georgia's zone and, I mean, Obviously, it didn't work. I'm not saying you can't play Alabama zone, but you certainly can't let them get off to that good of a start. Not that they meant to, but I guess they were just maybe hoping they'd miss. Uh, what do you think about Georgia's game plan?
2: Well, they never picked. Uh, they picked up the ball so far that so far so far back that that Sears and and the other kid just bombed it. And, and and I'm you know when you when you play zone, you have to teach it. And you have to understand it, and you know where the shooters are. Now, in this particular case against Alabama, they're everywhere. You know, even the substitutes can really shoot it. So, um, I, I think zone for against Alabama is good for a trip or two if it's well taught, just to change the tempo of the game a little bit. Maybe one three one Mississippi State did a little bit of that, and I thought it was effective. Um, but I, I don't think you can. I don't think you live with zone. But if you're if you want to if you want to stay hard nosed in your zone like you're staying hard nosed in your man, then that's fine. But if you have the attitude that the zone is going to be just pick them up when you can, uh, Alabama will kill you. So I, I think just showing some zone occasionally changes the tempo of the game a little bit uh, against Alabama. That
1: basically, is what I think. All right, uh, the next clip. Um, I'm not sure if this is the direction it's going, but you know, after uh, the loss to Oklahoma, Alabama came back and annihilated Vanderbilt. Uh, then they took the loss to Tennessee. So a lot of people are saying, "Hmm, you know, they're pretty good after a loss." Um, the preparation, I think, was probably good. Uh, here's what Coach had to say about the preparation uh, before the game on Saturday.
5: Guys got a way about them. Make sure that we're going to come out with a little bit different result you know the practices were good film sessions were better Uh, we've got a group that owns you know what they need to get better at i mean we've talked pretty openly and regularly after losses what what was the issue and what do we got to get better at they own it we're gonna make sure that doesn't pop up again as an issue and i think they for the most part they've done a pretty good job it. so that's pretty similar you know I, the Oklahoma one was what more disappointing than the Tennessee one I thought the Oklahoma one we just didn't bring the effort we needed to Tennessee one, we we just didn't handle their physicality very well at all and turned the ball over too much but I, I thought we came and played pretty hard at Tennessee we just turned the ball over too much with their physicality
2: uh here here's the key to that unlike unlike what you believe uh uh Alabama has a home court advantage they've got they've got their that crowd in there. Is, is big on Alabama's side you don't think that oh, I think know I think Auburn.
1: they do I think they do I just I think, think it could be
2: I think I think I don't think it's I don't, I don't I think it's awfully awfully good and the other factor too is that when you got through and came back with a big score you played at home in front of that crowd you did not go on the road after you got beat by Tennessee you did not go on the road as you got beat by uh, Oklahoma State, you were back home, and to me, the crowd at Alabama has been very supportive, and, and I think better than most people.
1: Well, I think the crowd's good. I just think if you had it where the students were all the way around the court, it would the atmosphere would be insane with this team, uh, and that's a good uh, way to go. And as he talked about the sellouts, and I think. Teams are more comfortable at home. You're more comfortable. You're just in a better routine. Those guys shoot the ball better at home because that's where you practice all the time. I don't know how much they practice in the actual arena with the practice facility there, but here's what uh, Coach had to say about the sellouts.
5: Sellouts, uh, it's great for our guys. Shows them that the community is supporting them, that we've got a great fan base that wants to see them succeed. You know, if we take care of business here over the next three weeks... Hopefully we're playing in Birmingham in the NCAA tournament and can get as big a pro Alabama crowd as we can possibly get up there. So yeah, I mean, it it's great for our guys. It shows you the level we've gotten the program too. Because when I, my first year here, we didn't we weren't getting all these sellouts. Uh, you know, not for a team that what it's Georgia's record right now in SEC. You know, yeah, they're sub 500 in the SEC. We weren't selling those types of games out. So. It's great that we're selling
1: those out now. Uh, go ahead, Ed.
2: somebody tried to explain to me the other day when you win your t- first two games at, in, in Birmingham and Alabama, will uh, that there's some kind of new deal where you can? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not saying this right. Where you can pick the place you go to next.
1: I no, don't, I, don't, nah, I mean they have four regions. I'm sure I that I that, understand all yeah, that. I, mean, I don't I, think that I, would,
2: but there, but there was some, There's some kind of something
1: that's a little bit
2: of a change. I'm not sure what it is, but Alabama's going to be a the number one of the number ones, which means they're going to they're going to have their choice of not choice, but they're going to be in the South regions, which is in Birmingham, and they're going to be playing two teams that will give them afford them an opportunity unless it's something were to happen that they'll you know they have a great they have a great chance to get into the final 16 very quickly so uh then you're then when you do that you're of course two games away from the
1: final four which uh, all right uh, so here are it. the regionals um there's four regionals obviously the south regional is in Louisville uh the midwest is in Kansas City the East Regional is in New York, and the West Regional is in Las Vegas. Uh, so, the closest they could get, I guess, if they were the number one seat in the South, would be Louisville, Kentucky. So, none of these are that close Louisville, Kansas City, New York, or Las Vegas. So, then obviously, the final four, if you went that far, would be uh, in Houston. Uh, this year. Two men in a truck. They're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today. 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck. Movers who care. It's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread.
4: Good Monday morning. Violence on the Strip and near college campuses across the country has brought TPD and UAPD together to staff a new precinct on University Boulevard. There will be more security cameras, greater police presence, and a quicker response time when something does happen. Officials say they want to prevent more tragedies like the recent shooting death of a Birmingham mother on the Strip. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide
3: 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this Monday morning. We are seeing some congestion on McFarlane at Lurleen in Northport. You can expect some minor delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the Towns of Nissan President's Day sale today. Get the deal of a lifetime right
8: now at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray
6: was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking,
7: Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine today, Tuscaloosa's high is 63. Tonight and tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of scattered showers. The low tonight 54, the high tomorrow is 69. Wednesday, very warm with a chance of scattered showers, the high 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside
0: the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Welcome back to Inside Locker Room. Dad, we want to thank uh, one of our new sponsors, uh, Tuscaloosa Toyota, David Santis, DeSantis and his a uh, group of salesmen do a great job out there i know you just recently bought a new car out there the experience has been uh really good for you and you had to go back there were some couple things you needed to have explained to you but just talk about how justin and all the people out of Tesla's and toyota have taken great care of you
2: well they're starting to have an outstanding company out there and they do a great job they tell it was terrific and um I, I i got a hybrid and i've enjoyed it a great deal and they did a good job in convincing me that was a thing to get and um appreciate them um being on our show and I think it, uh, hopefully we can, you know, help them benefit and um a great automobile and I'm still learning a little bit more each day about uh, how to how to use the radio and the and the phone together so it's uh it's it's a It's a learning experience, but a very good
1: learning experience. Yeah, one of the great things about Tuscaloosa Toyota is they offer a lifetime warranty, uh, mirrors the manufacturer's powertrain warranty included with every new Toyota and most every pre-owned vehicle, unlimited years, unlimited miles, for as long as you own the vehicle. So once you buy it, uh, then there's a relationship there, and these guys will take great care of you. And tomorrow, make sure you tune in uh, right there at 8 o'clock. Justin Troll, one of the great sales guys out there, the guy who actually – Sold that the car will be on with us to tell us about all the great deals they got going on out at Tuscaloosa Toyota. All right, I pulled up the bracket. Dad. So Alabama, guys, it's done. They're going to play in Birmingham, and if they get past that second game, they're going to Louisville, uh, Dad, which uh, that's the South Sweet 16 hey, You spot. know that's
2: what, that's what happened to me.
1: Yes. That's kind of eerie uh, that y'all went from Birmingham to Louisville. Uh and that's when obviously you guys lost to Providence with um, with Billy Donovan, and those guys really should have lost there. Uh, so, just your thoughts about going from here if you get get through with Birmingham, going to Louisville. Um, it's got uh, right now if Alabama were to win, the newest bracketology is not out. That's not, Alabama's not going to change, but the second round game would be if. Joe Lenardi had it right. Somebody of this caliber, NC State, Oklahoma State. I think Alabama can handle those uh, teams. They get the number one overall seed, I think, will be pretty big because you'd play the last eight seed or the last ninth seed that get in there. Uh, so the number one seed does give you a little bit of advantage. Oh, it does.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it really well, number one seed, uh, the one of ones, gives you, a, you know, really good. The only thing that you have to do, is that you have to understand that the game that you play is a championship game. Uh, if you if your kids don't uh, understand that, you're, you know, you, you get yourself in a wad in of having to fight to win the game. You have to understand that the game that you play is the championship game because there's no other game after that if you lose. So the important thing is that you you know prepare for each one. Not not you don't try to decide based on where they're seated as to how good or bad they are. You're, I'm talking about your opponent. You don't. You don't. You don't decide that. You go and you prepare. And you be sure your matchups the way you want them defensively. Um, understand what they what they do offensively, and and you know you, they can't take away offensive and defensive rebounding the way Alabama does. I don't, I don't care who it is in that in that first two games in, in Birmingham. So just have your mind on yourself. Um, certainly. Respect the other team, but be darn sure that you understand that uh, unless you win Monday, you know, Tuesday don't come. So that's that's the big thing. I think it's the mental game that you that you all have to understand. And playing tournament basketball or involved in tournament basketball is quite different. Um, been very interesting to see the teams that are considered to be uh, the better teams. Uh, uh, Purdue has not played well at all early cracked them the mill day, and they're they're struggling. Uh, Houston is not a great offensive team. Um, certainly, they were a great offensive. They, they were a very fine team at Houston, and their the final four would be at Houston. Um, but um, that's a long way from from being in on Houston.
1: Yeah, I on go. One of the things that Jay Billis said that Coach K had them do is they they didn't worry about all the other no. teams. They they broke it up into. Yeah. Just a four-team bracket. Right, we got to win this bracket right here. If we take care of this bracket, then we'll go on to the next bracket. Let everybody else knock each other off. So the only teams you know, that Alabama will be worried about if this were the right bracket would be Alcorn State, NC State, and Oklahoma State. Let's just win that bracket. Then we get to the Sweet 16, and we'll look at that as a four-team bracket. Bracket that we got to win, and then if you were fortunate enough to get to the final four, then you look at that as a four-team bracket right. instead of. Because everybody said, "Well, how are we going to beat Purdue?" Well, you may not even play Purdue. If you're playing Purdue, you're in the final four.
2: You don't worry about that. Yeah, you, you know, you 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 worry about the team in that bracket that you're going to play, and you got to get by that one, and you don't think about anything else but that team that you play that particular time, and then you you're. Your coaches behind the scenes are preparing for the next game after you already prepared for the game that you're going to play. But you 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 be darn sure that you're uh, understanding what you're supposed to do tonight because they they ain't know tomorrow night if they ain't tonight if you don't play well tonight.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the number one seeds, according to which I think you guys realize, Houston, uh, Kansas, and Purdue. The two seeds it kind of drops off a little bit there. Baylor, which is just okay, not the Baylor of the past. Texas, no. uh, Texas doesn't scare me. Now Arizona is a really good two seed. I think UCA is a good two seed. Uh, Mick Cronin was out over the weekend. Saying he's upset. yeah, he's upset, saying the people picking these games are penalizing them for leaving the Pac-12. He's uh, he's a fiery guy. Uh, he fights for his players, and uh, he's upset. I think he's. I think that's all calculated, right? That he's throwing that out there now to make sure they don't sure. do it when they actually do do the seating. Well, oh, sure. You yeah. <laughs> so. know,
2: I mean, it's, it's, that's what part of it. You know, you got to you got put out your opinion, and and you know that would be known nationally, especially if you're a national coach, and he and he is, and UCLA's got a good team, whether they're. Well, they're a great team. I'm, I think they're a good team. I don't, I'm not quite sure they're quite as good as you think they are, but I think they're good.
1: They're just a team I wouldn't want to play because they don't let you score. Uh, they they defend you almost like a Tennessee does, and so I don't like those teams that grind you and defend you, just absolutely grind you out because they well, they make everything so difficult. I like the ones that let you run up and down the court and shoot. Well, like every,
2: every you know every team that they're getting ready to play is has got the Connecticut film. They got Oklahoma State, uh, the, the Oklahoma film, uh, they got the Tennessee film, and those those three films there, and they maybe got Gonzaga, who scored a lot of twos against Alabama, so those four films, they're already, this day and time, not like it used to be, we had to fight to get films back years ago, now, you know, they're they're right there for you, you have somebody on your staff that, that keeps all those films ready for you, so uh
1: makes it a little bit easier for you to get ready. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break here. We're trying to squeeze Doug in a little bit early. But before we do that, though, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes.
2: Prince Glover and Hayes, attorneys who know the law, uh, they can help you if you have questions by calling 345-1234. Uh, they can advise you as to what direction you need to go. And if you feel like, if they feel like that you need to move on, then you go by 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with them in person. Uh, they'll represent you uh, in the right way. Anytime you look at an attorney, you look and see somebody that's been successful. And these guys have been. Not all over the southeast are located in Tuscaloosa, but I think you'll be well pleased with Prince Clover and Hayes at 345 This morning, I took uh, Sam over... Be spaded, and uh, I went to Constant Companion and visited with them while I was on the first part of the radio show. And they're great people, and they're looking after for me good today. Six three five zero three one three, and if you'll go by there and tell me you heard it on inside of the locker room, you're starting to get a break on your. On anything that you try, they try to do for you. So, I recommend Constant
1: Companion Hospital. All right, we had uh, one of the listeners email in wanting to know what are the Birmingham dates. So, you know, they have the Thursday, Saturday, or the Friday, Sunday. Well, the Birmingham dates will be Thursday, Saturday, uh, the sixteenth and the eighteenth. So, if you, of course, for Alabama, it won't be a problem. If you win the SEC tournament on a Sunday, you're going to have to turn around and play on Thursday uh, there. Listen, is Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.
10: No representation
11: is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers.
0: This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports
8: update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide sports update. Alabama men's basketball head coach Nate Oates has been named to the Naismith Men's College Coach of the Year late season watch list. The Alabama Crimson Tide football team will start spring practice on Monday, March 20th. The 2023 SEC Media Days schedule has been released.
0: This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic.
3: From the Towns Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this Monday morning. We are seeing some congestion on McFarlane at Lurleen in Northport. You can expect some minor delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the Towns Townsend Nissan President's Day sale today. Get the deal of a lifetime right now at Towns Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray.
6: Oh, Jimmy Arane decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye. Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood.
0: The best station in the state, breaking down Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: the story of the hot rod race with the Fords and the was setting the pace. That story is true, I'm here to say. I was driving that Model A. Welcome back to Inside the Lincoln Locker Room. Really we're right a, up to the
1: Alabama One Hotline. We get in. He's with PGA Tour Radio, CBS Sports. I actually was on XM Radio yesterday headed to Birmingham. I was listening to Genesis. Doug well, you do an outstanding job on the radio. You can paint. You paint the picture perfect. So uh, I was, I was telling Jack, we were in the car again. I said, I get to talk to that guy right there. Talking, I talk to him every Monday, and you were, you were painting the picture of John Rahm coming down the stretch. Uh, talking about the putts. I think somebody hit a drive. and went down in some little gully, and you said you had to get down there to kind of see where the ball was. Pretty exciting tournament, uh, just your thoughts on kind of what you saw over the weekend.
10: Well, well, first off, Hey, Barry and coach. Um, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, Riviera country club guys there in Pacific Palisades, a little suburb. I shouldn't say a little suburb, a pretty impressive suburb of Los Angeles, um, is an incredible golf course. I think it's the best one on the PGA tour and that 18th hole Barry and coach, when they, when they fill up the, uh, amphitheater, the grass amphitheater around the green and the build out in that big clubhouse, looking down on the green, it's, there's nothing better. That's the best 18th hole set up anywhere. And of course, John rom guys, he, he's fantastic. He's the best player in the world. Now, number one, again, um, he's won five of his last eight tournaments. He's won three this year, uh, three out of five on the PGA tour. And of course, Tiger was there, which made it just an incredible week all, all around. Yeah. Well, John
2: winning five out of eight I know your fiance likes him um yes yeah but i thought i thought max C- home played off, i thought he played awfully well he's a good player too he's getting better and better i i i still wanted max to win it because john did won win so much um but uh max is is gonna be a good player too
10: oh yeah coach i mean listen he's won six times uh four times in the state of California was tried to do it again the state of california he he grew up in Los Angeles and started going to this tournament when he was just a kid, like 10 and 11 years old. His parents would take him out there. And he won it two years ago during the COVID year. So when he won it, there, were no, there was no crowd. And so he really wanted to win this one because the crowd was, man, they were pumped up every time he did something. But Coach and Barry, when you follow a guy like Max Homa, who's a great player, I mean, he's one of the best in the PGA Tour, but when you see him go head-to-head, mano-a-mano with John Rahm, then you realize wow John Rom drives it better yeah. uh, his iron play is better hits it higher more consistently uh, he's a better putter even though Homa's a really good putter but that that's the difference in a guy like yeah. Rom and Homa it, it it it's it's stark it really is i think
2: the difference is that, that he's so compact with his swing talking about John yeah uh, he, he 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 he's he got that thing flat on the on the downswing, and then turns that body. And he he doesn't take he doesn't wrap it around his head like so many of these guys. Well, you know, the, he shows you that although he's heavily built, that you know that he that body makes the distance for him. Of course, his arms swing too. But uh, I just think he's he's got a, he's got a he's got a swing that doesn't break down. Is what I'm trying to say. It, it, yeah, it, it no, stays consistent, right. and uh, don't you feel
10: that way? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, it's a short backswing, and, and listen, most of the modern golfers—you know, going back to Tiger when he was just a baby, nineteen ninety-six is when he debuted at Riviera, um, and you know, he he brought it all the way past parallel, Coach, and John Daly way past parallel, and these guys who hit it a long way all bring it yeah. back, and Rom does not. And you're right, he generates all that power with his lower body. You know, he's got those big legs, that big butt. A lot of people compare that physique to Jack Nicholas in his heyday. You know, they're built a lot alike. And the one thing about Rom, he does, you know, he's got that short backswing. So when he gets into trouble, and he didn't drive it great this week, which shows you how good he is, um, he gets quick. And he can really hook that ball. Wow, when he gets quick, that thing goes way left in a hurry. Uh, But, but. Listen, nobody's perfect. <laughs> no, the Mitchell
2: kid, the Mitchell kid, couldn't he couldn't put a lick yesterday. He was so bad at putting the golf. He's a kid from Georgia, and you're not a kid, but he can yeah. knock it a mile. He hit yeah. a
10: mile. Well, he was he was out driving ram at home all all weekend. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. followed him Saturday and Sunday. Uh, yeah. But you're right, Keith. His bugaboo is putting, and yeah. it, you know he's changed putters and he's changed styles and he's changed coaches and. Uh, if he could putt just a little bit better, I mean, we're just, you know, you look at the analytics, if he can improve his strokes game putting by just a shot or two, uh, I mean, he'd he'd be right there winning more often. He's won one time. He won the Honda uh, Classic three year four years ago and hasn't won since. But, yeah, good player. Just needs to putt a little bit better. I guess you've heard that before.
1: Yeah. You know. hey, yeah. Uh, we're talking with Doug Bell. Doug, is this – Kind of what the uh L I done for the PGA tour. I'm looking at this money these guys made uh in this tournament. Uh John Rahm takes home three million six hundred thousand. Oma in second, wins two million one hundred and eighty thousand, Cantley at third, one million three hundred and eighty thousand, and then you go down to the rookie. Uh, how do you pronounce Tagala? How do you pronounce his name, uh, the rookie? It's uh
10: yeah, it's Sawes, just like it was saw S A W I T H the Tagala.
1: Yeah, so and, he wins yeah. seven hundred thousand, and I've been telling Dad I've I got addicted to Full Swing. Doug, I watched all epis all eight episodes in in two days, and Tagala was in one of those episodes. So now when I see that he wins seven hundred thousand dollars as a rookie. Out on this uh, on this tour, Uh, is the money this high now because of Liv? Is this a normal deal now? These purses?
10: Yeah, no, it's all because of Liv. Uh, That was the PGA Tour's response to Liv. Um, You know, Liv offered these massive contracts, guaranteed contracts to these players. And and Bear, you've seen it on that Netflix series. Uh, Some of these guys, Dustin Johnson, wanted to play less and make more money. Yeah, simple stuff, he said. Um, But yeah, the PGA Tour. They had to answer it uh, because they would have had major defections. I mean, Liv went after everybody. I mean, they went after, I mean, all the top guys, and obviously guys like Rory and Justin Thomas and, uh, you know, John Rahm, uh, Tiger. They all said no. Uh, but, yeah, now what we have with the elevated events is that you have, like we had last week, we've had for the last two weeks, uh, all the top players are playing. Uh, they have to, They have to commit. They're playing uh, all but one of the elevated events. They get one one chance not to play. And the purses now, as you mentioned, John Rahm wins $3.6 million. He He also won the Century Tournament of Champions in Maui. That was an elevated event. So if you add up all his earnings here, he's played five tournaments in 2023, and he's won almost $10 million.
1: Let me ask you this. On that Netflix series, Full Swing, did they follow a bunch of guys and then they just – Uh, took the ones that were the best stories and made those in the eight episodes like Pereira, following him around in that PGA Tour when he he obviously hit the ball in the water, made the double on the last. I mean, they were at his house prior to it all. Did they follow a bunch of guys and then just take the ones that maybe had the best stories and and make those out of the eight episodes? How did that work?
10: Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, Netflix, I guess they started this with, the F1, uh, you know, formula one race car series a few years ago. And it was really popular. And then they did something with tennis that was popular. They said, gosh, we need to do this PGA tour thing. And so they picked all these players out, uh, including like Rory McElroy. And Rory said, you know, a lot of people turned it down. Justin Thomas w- was on it.
1: Yeah. Uh, they were the first one. Yeah. Yeah.
10: But but Rory said, listen, here's the deal. I'll do it, but you can't come to my house. You can't talk to my wife. I don't want any video of my kids on there. But if you want just me. And so they they accepted that. So there were cer- certain qualifications for some of the players. But what happened, Barry and Coach, they started shooting this, right? And then all of a sudden, as they're shooting these interviews, Liv comes into play. Yeah, And so that's kind of what made that whole Netflix series pretty interesting is that suddenly it's not just the PGA Tour. It's like, oh, my gosh. We're we're filming all this stuff right in the middle of this upheaval between the PGA Tour and Liv. So they timing is everything, and it worked out pretty good for that Netflix series.
1: Yeah, he and Poulter, they let he was in, they were in his closet watching him pack. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I had no idea he was such a character. Uh, have you seen all the episodes, Doug?
10: No, I haven't. Um, and it's funny um, I've, I've watched a couple. And now I'm anxious to go ahead and finish the deal because you've told me that, and some of the guys I worked with this weekend were like, "Hey, Doug, have you seen it?" I'm like, "I need to get I need to get on the stick and start watching all of them."
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, the deal with Brooks Kepka gave him a lot. I mean, he was they were in his house, out there at his pool. I didn't realize how much that guy uh, was really wanted to win. It was really so. Frustrating. What is it?
2: Netflix. Netflix.
1: Yeah, it's a Netflix. it's called yeah. called Full Swing. So Kepka I mean he's really struggled with not being able to, to win like he did. I think he maybe he took it for granted when he was winning so easily there and then now he can't get one. And yeah. of course he ended up defecting over to L I V, but uh it's amazing how these guys talk about how hard it is to win a PGA tournament. Uh it's and and Roy McElroy comes off unbelievable in this in this documentary, Doug. You know,
2: Doug, uh, I think uh I think Butch Harmon said a lot of things that were true. He said that uh, let's don't fuss too
10: much about LIV because it's it's changed the pocketbook of the of the PGA. Yeah. Oh, there's there's no doubt, guys. And you know, here here a couple of thoughts here. First off, uh, some of the people were wondering, like, if the PGA Tour last year they responded immediately to live with all these elevated tournaments. It's like, well, if you had all this money three years ago, five years ago, how come we didn't do this sooner? You know, so they were they were kind of sitting on this this uh, huge bankroll, uh, and now they've obviously had to respond. And I, I think it's for me that that event yesterday or this past week uh, was incredible. Uh, I mean, Live can't match that. Where you play Riviera, which I think is the best golf course that the PGA Tour plays on. It's it's phenomenal, and you have all the top players there, including Tiger Woods. I mean, good gracious, if you're a golf fan. That was that was the best you could possibly hope for. That was, that was a major championship, basically. That's what you had this past week at Riviera.
1: Yeah, I thought it, I thought Dustin Johnson. You know, they were asking about LIV and what you said. He said, "Wait a minute, I can play less golf and make <laughs> make more money and spend more time with my kids, and I can set up my kids, 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 you know, all the way down the. Gener-. So you know, he he thought it through. He realized he was going to get some fame, but he said, "Hey, it's." Strictly money. That's why I'm doing it. Uh, so the, they, were. It's a pretty interesting uh, series there. I thought Dustin Johnson was pretty honest about his answers.
10: Yeah, and you know when you're talking about guaranteed money, guys. Uh, now, not everybody has the big contracts on live, but like but what they reported, Phil Mickelson, who we haven't heard anything from in a long time. You know, he he was guaranteed two hundred and fifty million dollars over a four year period. Uh, Dustin Johnson was in the neighborhood of about two hundred million dollars. Uh, Brooks Kepka was guaranteed, I think, eighty-five million dollars, and the promise that his brother Chase could be a part of Live Golf. So that was kind of a deal done by that agent. So you know, you, listen, you can't you can't knock these guys. They were offered um, life-altering money, and and they made the decision. But you know, we talked about it last week. You know, Coach mentioned it uh DeShambo, Patrick Reed, Kepka, uh even DJ. We did you know, Liv is playing this week in Mayacoba in Mexico. Nobody knows it. nobody nobody notices. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Um so but they, they, they have changed the game and and that's that was that has been and continues to be very very significant. Uh three more guys uh Brendan Steele Danny Lee Mito Pereira uh, they all jump ship officially this week. Oh, so did
1: all- Pereira? Because they have one of the series on him. Amito, yeah, I told you that. Yeah. Uh, where they followed yeah. him. Um, but I tell you, Roy McElroy comes across like, you know, I, I like the younger NBA guys that appreciate the guys that laid the foundation for him. And Roy McElroy is unbelievable. The respect that he gives to Jack Nicholas and those guys and to, to Tiger Woods and those guys, as good as he is. He comes across very humble to me and just very appreciative of the people that laid the foundation for what he's able to do now. I, I, I'm a big fan of Roy McIlroy.
0: Let me, let me
2: make yeah, one me comment uh, uh, away from golf, and I'll come back. I just got a text. Uh, the, the stuff that they're doing on on um, ESPN about the history of, of basketball in the SEC, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of it will be Alabama tonight.
10: Oh good. Uh, it'd,
2: be, it'd be the fourth sec be the fourth section tonight, the fourth series or whatever it is. So if you want to watch it, you can. Uh and I, I don't I don't know what what all is in, in in that part of it. I know they came by the house one time and Leon Douglas and probably Hurt were interviewed, so hopefully it'll be good. Uh one other oh, thing, good. deep deep down back to golf. Deep down. The people at Augusta are hoping that a guy that's at the Liv does not win at Augusta, right?
10: <laughs> well, I would think so, Coach. You know, uh, you know that's obviously what Liv won. That would that would really uh, be an affirmation oh, for yeah. them if one of their yeah. guys could win a major championship. Now, be, yeah. how about this? I, I was talking to uh, some people yesterday, um, and they brought up this to me. They said, "Listen, Live Golf does not drug test." Like the PGA Tour, the PGA oh. Tour has random drug testing. They established that I think five years ago, uh, okay. because other major sports were doing it, and they did it, um, and they thought that was that was important to fall in line with, you know, NFL, Major League Baseball, etc. cetera. Uh, Lib golf does not have drug testing, and the other thing LibGolf golf does not do: the PGA Tour randomly tests equipment with the players, their drivers, the golf ball, randomly tests just to make sure that these guys aren't coming in with hot drivers, hot three woods uh, that are that that don't conform to USG regulations. And the same way with golf balls. They have a way to test those when they get on property. Liv does not do that. And so when Liv golfers come to Augusta National, um, will they be drug tested? Will their equipment be tested? I don't know. You know, the Masters runs their own deal it's not a PGA tour deal. So I just, I I don't know that when I was making, when I was having a conversation with some people yesterday, I found that just intriguing as can be like, wow, because live just, they're just kind of this, I don't want to say a renegade league, but they're doing it their own way and they don't drug test their players or test their equipment. So what would keep a player from live from coming in with some hot driver where maybe they're getting an extra 15, 20 yards because the face of the driver is hotter than than a conforming driver for the USGA. I don't know. I just when I yeah. heard that I thought wow, that is really an interesting conversation. So, yeah, they, they don't uh, bring guess, that out either when they when they try to get somebody from no. over,
2: there. they don't ever bring that out.
10: <laughs> no. So so I mean there's, you know, um there's a lot of factors in golf that people don't realize. Uh, just like Tiger Woods guys, you do, and I talked to Joe Lacava, Tiger's caddy. People don't realize for Tiger to get ready to play one round of golf let's and you know friday morning he i think he justin and rory teed off at 709 uh pacific coast time he gets up at three o'clock in the morning three o'clock because it takes him three hours just to get his body warmed up his back and his leg and his ankle and his foot just so he can go out and walk and then and then after he plays It takes another three hours for him to come back where he's staying and for his team to go through recovery. So Joe was telling me, he said, you just people have no clue because they always ask, hey, Tiger, how come you're not going to play more? When are you going to play again? And he he goes through so much just this past week. It was amazing. And I will say yesterday, Sunday, to me, he looked very fatigued. (laughs) He looked really tired. I mean, going through all that and playing four straight days, that, that's a lot of wear and tear on Tiger Woods.
1: That's amazing. He made the cut, right? Uh, yeah. I mean,
10: oh, he played great on Friday. Yeah, and the place was going crazy. Uh, well, actually, he played good Thursday, not so good Friday. He played great on Saturday yeah. uh, when he shot that really good round. And then yesterday, he was three over again. Uh, just, you know, it's just hard for him to go four days in a row. Uh, his leg will never allow him, I think, to be – to have enough spunk every single day to win another tournament, I, I just don't think physically he's capable of winning uh, another golf tournament. I don't. I don't either.
1: Yeah. Well, Doug's great yeah. stuff. I know. Uh, are you? Have you already gotten back? Or are you flying back today?
10: No, no. We we got back. Um, I landed, and that's why I had coach uh, push me back about fifteen minutes. We you're, got back. You're a time.
1: grinder, yeah. Doug. Yeah. You're a grinder, man. You're on the other <laughs> side of the country. And you're on with well, that. i got to satisfy you guys. You're on you with got, us two bozos. Wow. You're my boys. You're my boys.
8: Yeah.
1: Wow. All right, tell yeah. everybody about MD Wellness <laughs> and Aesthetics before you go.
8: Yeah,
10: MD Wellness and Aesthetics, 205-582-9213. Look them up, 650 Everness Corners. Susan Brignet is the owner, and when you call or go in uh, to MD Wellness and Aesthetics, Susan will greet you with a smile. She'll sit down and and answer all your questions. And Dr. Dawn Mancuso is there today and Friday, and she does most of the procedures, not all, but most of them. And if you want to look younger, feel better, all sorts of skin products, Botox, lasers, uh, they got it all. So check it out. Again, five eight two nine two one three. That's MD Wellness and Aesthetics.
2: Talk
1: to you next week, Doug. Thank you. All right, boys. Wayne's Pest Control serves served over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests this winter. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-Wayne's. Want to get $60 off your initial pest control service. Listen, Todd, 100.9. This is your home of Alabama sports.
0: Crimson Tide today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram,
11: and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's daily update on Bama Sports, and it's brought to you by Seaspire. Seaspire, Alabama's fastest internet for your business or home. Learn how to add gigabit Seaspire fiber to your roster at slash alfiber. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama men's basketball got back on the winning track in a big way on Saturday, topping Georgia 108-59. to Head coach Nate Oates met with the media after the win.
5: You know, it's more of the players taking ownership and just shows you how competitive they are. You know, their character, they can bounce back after tough losses. So, you know, we haven't had many. Hopefully we don't have uh, any more, but this is the way to bounce back. You know, I thought we did a great job taking care of the ball, you know, a lot of guys, we only had 11 turnovers. Nobody uh, nobody except Javon had more than one. So, you know, you look at Jaden Bradley,
11: seven assists, no turnovers. You know, he, he was obviously great. I'll have more in a moment. Touchdown!
7: Saturdays in ceasefire country are sacred. Just ask the Jackson family. Dad's watched every one of his alma mater's games. But now that his daughter's graduated from her school, she doesn't want to miss her team either. Luckily, they've got fanatically fast ceasefire fiber that lets them both stream at the same time, with bandwidth powerful enough to unite a house divided.
11: Welcome to C Spire Country, where blazing fast is how we roll. Visit cspire.com slash fiber for details. Join us tonight for Hey Coach presented by Alpha Insurance at 6 p.m. Central at Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. We'll talk more basketball with Nate Oates as well as gymnastics with head coach Ashley Johnson. Hey Coach is available to listen to across our radio network, streaming live on the Varsity Network app. And don't forget about the video stream on our CTSN social media channels. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Seaspire. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 traffic.
3: From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on this Monday morning. We are seeing some congestion on McFarlane at Lurleen in Northport. You can expect some minor delays there. Everything else looking pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the Towns Townsend Nissan President's Day sale today. Get the deal of a lifetime
8: right now at Towns Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray
7: A mixture of clouds and sunshine today, Tuscaloosa's high 63. Tonight and tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of scattered showers. Below tonight, 54. The high tomorrow 69. Wednesday, very warm with a chance of scattered showers. The high, 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 54 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion. Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide
1: 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. appreciate Doug Bell taking the time. He flew all the way back from California and was on with us this morning. So Doug's a grinder. We appreciate him being on with us. Uh, enjoyed Segment with Doug each and every Monday. First and main condos, a three bedroom, three and a half bathroom condominiums in the historic district of downtown Norport. The location is outstanding. Uh, they provide everything you need the washer and dryer, the stainless steel appliances, internet, and direct TV are included. Two minutes to downtown Tuscaloosa, so five to the University of Alabama. Tell them you heard on the inside of the locker room, get one month free rent. 205 657 7465, or go to the website. FirstDomainCondos.com. We want to take Alabama 1. They make this 8 o'clock hour possible. www.alabama1.org. The branches are closed today for President's Day. they got those great ATMs. You can deposit. You can make payments and everything right there at the teller. So swing by any one of those. If you want to do it tomorrow, the banks will be back up, and They'll take great, great care of you. Go to www.alabama1.org. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You're listening to Todd 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.